in Charge. I'm Tony Flynn. And this is Kevin Decker. Welcome to Men in Charge Season 11, the season that, like the human appendix, just keeps sticking around even when evolutionarily it makes no sense. We really enjoyed doing Season 10. It was a real high point, and now we just are contractually engaged with our volunteer work. Yeah, but we are committed to an apathetic treatment of this episode. Today's episode is entitled The Dogs Per Pound Pound. I want to make it clear that in my mind, the dogs per pound pound doesn't assume that somebody is callous and is just weighing out dogs and adopting them by the pound. I think that the person just needs a lot of dogs at one time. Because if you can go and get 30 pounds of dogs, that would be better for the dogs. It's a good deal, too, because you're paying the same per pound, whether it's a mutt or a pure breed. You got a few mutts in there. You you end up getting a Rottweiler or some other reliably family-protecting animal for much cheaper than you would from a breeder. The breeders, let's just say the term breeder is quite unpleasant enough, so avoid them. Go to the pound, get several pounds of dogs today. Speaking of which, your dog, Kevin, how is it going? What's the story? My dog has had, like many of our listeners, knee surgery, and it's actually going on as we speak. Dogs, by the way, when they're coming out from anesthesia, to me, are some of the most dangerous animals because their eyes are liquid and kind of dead and like a shark's, and you just don't know what they're going to do next. They come out of anesthesia, and they know you've done something pretty horrible to them. Absolutely, yeah. You're going to feel as guilty as humanly possible. You've earned the dog's vengeance. So if you want to make my dog feel better, go and rescue some dogs by the pound at your dog per pound pound today. (laughs) which is a good artificial segue to today's segment. It is. We have three killer pieces, one of which is an elegant little commercial for another service that Kevin and I are providing at a small cost to us, huge to you. Yeah. So the deputized segments have been an opportunity for people who have been missing some of our old recurring characters like uh, Sidney Greenstreet and Dan Blanche to see them recruited into the Lower Heights police force to help solve a crime. And today it's Bad Nancy Drew. Sounds like one person, but in fact it's Bitsy and Francine, two girls who plan their crimes based on reverse engineering Nancy Drew mysteries, but also their English teacher, Mr. Holly, and their aunt, who were framed by Bandancy Drew. They're dangerous. Yeah, they're very. You think they're just your standard vicious teenage girls, but they're a lot meaner than that. And in fact, in this episode, they cause Sheriff Coors to do something that I don't know if we've ever done in Men in Charge before with a car and a plate glass window. You'll find out. <laughs> As you know, Kevin and I go around recording yeah, things. Yeah, we do it in. So the car through a plate glass window, first of all, it's an expensive effect. Yeah. But Kevin and I try to remain anonymous when we destroy property. That's correct. You Somebody else's car and somebody else's plate glass window. Yes. The next is another sketch that I didn't write. This is Tony and Kevin tell you if something sounds weird. This yeah. is a commercial. Kevin, what are we selling? Oh, well, we're selling an app that lets you know whether something you plan to say or write in public is appropriate or not. So there will be a lot of words like chlamydia that are right out, but we'll tell you a little bit more about the app and give you a chance to hand over some of your hard-earned cash. Also, listen carefully for cash. Catheter, one of my favorite oh, yeah, words. That's a good one. And finally, we have the tenth 
in the sequence of RV Rapture. Fred and Margaret, former RV owners who lost their RV, they bought another one. It wrecked. They spent half the time in hell around Satan's Lake of Fire, half the time driving around in an electric Mazda, being kind to people. Well, new familiars have emerged. One of the devil's familiars, Mr. Cuddles. But in heaven, St. Peter scrounged around for a heavenly messenger. The only one who was off duty was a slug named Rupert. Rupert has finally made his slime trail way up to Margaret's shoulder to provide guidance and today wields the sword of righteousness against Mr. Cuddles. This is a don't miss segment, so don't turn it off after a few minutes the way you usually do. Evening, folks, and welcome to our podcast, Deputized. Possibly starring urbane cowboy Timothy Oliphant. What he said. He's Sheriff Coors. You know him. You love him. You see his signature on a lot of tickets. Daltrissa, call him moving violations. That sounds more exciting. Oh, and by the way, everyone listening at home, may I introduce Lower Hat's finest dispatch operator, Lieutenant Daltrissa Askew. She's standing in for Deputy Thorn Withers on the podcast today. Thorn done come down with the croup. Oh, <laughs> Lord knows what'll happen if there's some kind of emergency back at the station. Right now, I am hoping to get a top-up on my tremendous super big gulp as well as to meet our new guest deputy here at the Convenient Mart. Uh, I wouldn't have hurt you two girls. Remember, I'm like the safety monitor, but for adults. Dultrissa, you take over from here. Uh, I suddenly developed the need for the little sheriff's room. Sheesh. Hey, what are you girls doing here hanging out by the Convenience Mart? You should be with your parents. Our parents have been spending most of the year in Antarctica. For research. They first left last summer, and our Aunt Sally watches us now until they get back. (gasps) Hey, are your parents superheroes? What? It's like in that Spy Kids movie franchise, where unbeknownst to the couple kids, their parents are secretly like super spies. (laughs) It's not like that Our parents, we've come to the conclusion, are losers. Yeah, and with our Aunt Sally out of the way... Wait, what did you just say? She was going to say that our Aunt Sally is out of the county. That's right, out of this county and into another, well, probably the next county over. It's something jam-related, apparently. I guess bees make jam, and they have those in the next county. Girls, you've lived here for all your, let me guess, 14 and 16 years, right? Uh-huh. Uh, so what's the name of the next county over? The one to which your dear aunt left to? Okay, she's not out getting jam. We framed her for petty crimes we did and had her sent to prison together with our English teacher from school. Ah, 
you young women have got quite the imagination. Sent your Aunt Sally to prison indeed. <laughs> and your English teacher. Isn't that every teenager's dream? <laughs> that and Maca Buble. Well, this is all well and good, sir. But we're here because we're supposed to be on some sort of local podcast. Computerized or something like that. Ah, now that's a bit of serendipity. This here squad car is the moving broadcasting booth for the podcast you're looking for. Deputized. Starring me, Lieutenant Daltrissa, and my co-host. Ah, there he is now, Sheriff A. Coors. Uh, uh, okay. You must be the bad Nancy Drew twins. We're not twins. And it's just bad Nancy Drew. There's no pluralization going on. I'm Francine. She's Bitsy. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, you call yourselves whatever and whichever you like. Could uh, you, little Missy, hold this tremendous super big gulp full of RC, please? And, and could you, other little Missy, take this box of Ho-Ho's rolled devil's food cake snacks and keep it safe? I gotta have two free hands to open the side door. It sticks. Ah, thank you kindly. And then get buckled in back there. If you're gonna ride along with the police into dangerous situations, and you're a teen... You cannot forget to ride safely. There are bike helmets back there for you, too. As if. Listener, as we headed out to look for a crime scene, unbeknownst to the sheriff and I, two shadowy figures had been watching from inside the convenient mart itself, hiding behind a big display of huggies, big and tall edition. Sally, did you have to choose the adult diaper aisle for us to hide in? It's so embarrassing. I tried my entire life to eat well and exercise my pelvic floor to avoid these things. And look at where it all got me. An escapee from Lower Heights Women's Correctional Facility on the lam. The important thing is, we can now locate Francine and Bitsy. There's no way for them to frame us for another Nancy Drew-style crime, since they're unaware we flew the pokey. But we can get our revenge on them. (laughs) (laughs) Now, come over here and put on this cheap dime store gangsta's hoodie. (laughs) Yes, we will. But for right now, follow my lead. Howdy. What can I do for you folks? Oh, actually, Sally, could you get me a pack of gum? Okay, Mr. Cigarette Barista. Hands up. We're robbing your store. No, we're not. We just wanted gum. My friend back there in the hoodie has got a Walther PPK in the pocket of his hoodie. Show him, Smiley. Hey, now, I don't want no trouble, especially with you two wearing prison orange. Who's Smiley? Oh, oh, yeah, Sal, uh, Calamity Jane, right here, buddy. See that? You might think that's a knuckle putting a dent in my hoodie, but it's really a gun, a real gun. But a Walther PPK? They're deadly at close range. But we're not going to need this one, are we, Mr. Convenient Mart? 
because very slowly, I want you to reach under the counter with your right hand while holding your left one up high. But surely that's where... And not touching the panic button. Start opening that safe that we all know is down there. Jeez, lady, you're frightening me. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Aunt uh, Calamity, I really think you shouldn't have let him reach under the counter. But uh, while you're down there, could you grab me some gum? We we want that as part of the robbery loot. Perfect. Here come the sheriff and company, back to foil the evil robbers. When they roll up to a stop, you're going to set your eyes on some wicked, wicked girls who took my roadster to films with inappropriate ratings. Yeah, the girls are in there all right. But I don't think that squad car is going to stop. Francine, Pitsy, it was impossible that this plan would fail. You know, I'm protected in here by a, by a titanium cage. But you better, you better jump for your lives. So, bad Nancy Drews, are these the two escape convicts you identified to me? That's them, all right. You see, Francine, we followed the trail of clues that you and I pointed out, and we found the criminals. Chief, you better watch out for broken glass. Don't forget your anemia. Don't fuss. Now, here's the English teacher turned kidnapper. Now also robber. Oh, death, where is thy sting? And my gum. You girls want to see if this here's your Aunt Sally under this bushel of Twinkies lard-filled snack cakes? Oh, this cake's the cake. That's her, all right. Aunt Sally, I wanted to let you know that we've been feathering the clutch on your little red roadster, just like you told us. <laughs> Sheriff Coors, you've got this whole thing the wrong way around. Aunt Sally and I are the real victims here. Yeah, sure, and society's to blame. Hey, Francine and Bitsy, you want to zip-tie their hands? Come over here. So, I didn't want to say anything, but is anyone going to buy anything? Hey, girls, why do you think all these bad things have been happening to you? Because we're bad, nasty, true! (laughs) You're right there, girl power! Uh, I feel like I'm missing something here. Well, up with you, Aunt Sally. Uh, And you might want to stuff a few Twinkies into your pockets before we return you to the Lower Heights Women's Correctional Facility. Folks, thanks for listening to Deputize, starring Timothy Oliphant. Daltressa, say goodnight to the folks. Goodnight to the folks. Hitching the highway to despair since 2013. It's men in charge. Going my way. (laughs) 
Hi, I'm Tony Flynn, well-heeled socialite. And I'm Kevin Decker, a social misfit who's also a heel. Listener, our culture has taken amazing strides in recent years in aids to communication. From the Sputnik satellite, to AOL Online, to 4chan, and other reputable bulletin boards where people post about the issues and the migration trends that concern them most. Whether it's Twitter, TikTok, or storming the Capitol, people have more options for sharing their experiences than ever before. But not everybody is as good at communicating as, say, Tony and I are. Not everybody? Nobody communicates as goodly as me and Kevin. Cloud-based typing assistants like Grammarly and ProWritingAid help students and professionals sound, well, professional. It doesn't really matter if you're able to string more than three words together in a barely comprehensible mishmash of syntax, listener. There is someone out there to help. Why, today's politicians can even run their speeches and proposals to intimidate reporters through the Is This Treason website to catch little things that their highly paid spin doctors wouldn't. That's why Tony and I are introducing a new cloud-based speech-checking system. Tony Tony and and Kevin Kevin tell tell you if something something sounds sounds weird. You just hold up your smartphone like this. Damn it, my AppleCare expired last week. Oops, use my phone, Tony. You just hold up your smartphone with our app up and running and speak clearly into the microphone like this. Our summer bike event this year will be called Pedalphilia. It works! You can even turn the sound level down on your phone so that you don't alert other people that you almost made a verbal pied dans la bouche. Uh, how do you turn the sound down on this kind of phone, Kevin? Here, let me do it. Tony? At least it was your phone this time, Kevin. Yeah, well, it was mine. Let's cut away at this convenient moment to give the folks at home more examples of how the new app, Tony and Kevin Tell You If Something Sounds Weird, can help them in all sorts of circumstances. Don't forget, our app toggles between funny ha-ha or funny peculiar modes. How about this one? As the CEO of a major IT LLC, I need to make sure my presentations to the board are top-notch. Let me just open Tony and Kevin's app. It's strange they chose the noise of a smartphone breaking as their startup sound, but uh, let's try out two options for my speech. (coughs) I think we can massage second quarter sales figures so that our shareholders will really feel those endorphins. Funny, ha-ha. Good one. And now, an alternate formulation. I think we should massage the shareholders and orphans for a quarter. Funny, peculiar. Better not go there. Wow. Thanks, Ben in Charge. The possibilities are as endless as your vocabulary. The app automatically goes off to alert you that you're typing or saying words you shouldn't introduce into polite conversation. Words like chlamydia, pustule, and catheter. Its solid-state cathode ray tube analytics even picks up on unhappy acronyms like CREEP, WWJD, and MAGA. Let's look at an example from someone who might need to avoid all those words. Imagine that you're a disgraced former president. Who needs Twitter? My small hands type better on my own social media app. Let's see. Ivanka wasn't involved in looking at election results. She had checked out bigly. (laughs) 
Okay, that's better than what I had written previously. At the election victory after party, Rudy, Steve, Kellyanne, and I was so coked up when we checked out Ivanka. Just think of how history might have been different if earlier generations had had our app. Secretary of State Colin Powell, for example. Iraq presents us with a web of lies. They have weapons of mass destruction. Oops. I'll try again. The Iraqis are our bros. They have no weapons of mass destruction. You too can avoid water cooler comments about R. Kelly and Subway Restaurant's Jared Fogle that are as uncomfortable as they are career ending. And the best thing is, the app Tony and Kevin Tell You If Something Sounds Weird is completely free. We pass the savings along to you by making its functionality depend upon all manner of in-app purchases, each of which comes with its own fee handling fee. It's the new smart app that can help mitigate the worst effects of social clumsiness and lack of emotional intelligence. Tony Tony and Kevin Kevin tell you if something something sounds weird. We would say, don't just take our word for it, but you're better off just taking our word for it. You're listening to Men in Charge, the only radio show that refuses to hire Russian trolls to smear our opponents on the dark web. here. Welcome to the 10th installment of RV Rapture, featuring Fred and Margaret. I'm sure you all know the story by now. After an unfortunate miscalculation in a hairpin turn, Fred and Margaret and their little shitsa Bitsy became God's emissaries to the RV set. They've got one foot in heaven and the other foot... Well, that's right, Bitsy. After all that fossil fuel consumption, they've got the other foot in hell. (sighs) Satan is always on the lookout for them to slip up, so they have to stay permanently down below. He even installed one of his familiars, Mr. Cuddles, the demon gerbil, on Margaret's left shoulder. Our side has responded, of course. We always do. But that's part of the problem. These days, demand for heavenly messengers is really high, and inventory is low. So, we sent a response team of one, Rupert the Heavenly Slug. Rupert calling St. Peter. Rupert calling St. Peter. I've made it up to Margaret's right shoulder. Three weeks from ankle to shoulder. It's a slug. Land speed record. Rupert, you sound worn out. Well, I've only been on her shoulder for two days. Still out of breath. Must rest. There's no time to rest, Rupert. Every day that Mr. Cuddles sits on Margaret's shoulder 
is another day that he can spend talking her into spending all her time at Satan's Lake of Fire RV campground. No time to be tired. <sighs> Must be strong. Must be ready. Must try to lift the slug sword of righteousness. <clears throat> Oops, too heavy. Must try to remember. God is on our side. You know, folks, slugs, they all tend to overdo the drama. But I have to say, this time, it is true. I am St. Peter, and God is on our side. I know, I know. That's a claim that usually causes a lot of trouble, and that's because most of the time it doesn't come from us. All right, St. Peter, all right. I have accessed my magic elixir of rotting vegetation. Now I can call upon my slug superpowers. The time for talking is over. I now can lift my sword. I'm ready for battle. Behold, the mighty slug. Fred? Fred? What now, Margaret? I think something's going on with Rupert. He's waving his slug fringe at Mr. Cuddles. It is I, Rupert, come to vanquish the evil gerbils. Fear not, Margaret. I'll save you. Save me? From Mr. Cuddles? I'm not sure I want to be saved. That's right, slug boy. Margaret belongs to me. Watch your step, Mr. Cuddles. I am the fearsome Rupert, son of Kevin, grandson of Chet, from the mighty clan Gastropodia. Kevin? Chet? Not now, Fred. <laughs> That's right, grandson of Chet. Maybe it's time to show me what you've got. I have the slug sword of righteousness. Ooh, look out, Mr. Cuddles. Ha! I will counterattack with my demon tail of fury. Bitsy, shh! I shall protect myself with the sacred shield of Saint Slugbert. And I will burn through your shield with my satanic shaker of salt. <laughs> salt? No! This is a battle between good and evil, and evil's about to win. Ha ha, slug boy. Here I come, wielding your least favorite mineral. <coughs> sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle. <coughs> Bitsy, no! <coughs> oh my, it seems Bitsy has swallowed Mr. Cuddles. Isn't that Mr. Cuddles' tail hanging out of the corner of her mouth? Well, not anymore, I guess. I may be stuck inside the shit zoo, but, but you, you haven't, haven't heard, heard the end, end of me. <laughs> I'll, I'll get, get you, you yet, Rupert. That poor little gerbil. Here, Bitsy, have a Dorito. Maybe Mr. Cuddles needs a snack. Well, folks, it looks like Lassie has nothing on little Bitsy. Saving Timmy in the well? <laughs> that small change compared to swallowing Satan's familiar. Maybe now Margaret will stay on the straight and narrow path. Fred? Fred? Maybe we could get a hamster.
It's time to thank our cast, Kevin. And so let us thank Jody Stewart-Strobel, Nancy Roth, Steve Lloyd, Faith Lloyd, Miranda Lloyd, Scott Herrick, Reniero, Kevin Decker, Tony Flynn, and Ann Porter. We'd also like to thank the writers, Kevin Decker and Ann Porter, and we'd like to thank the five who, no matter how hard they work, do not keep our cars clean enough. Carrie Boyce, Vern Windham, Nancy Roth, Nisha Schramm, Savannah Esty, and the man who stopped throwing electrical appliances into the bathwater years ago, Brian Lindsay.